We're so used to living in a taxable world. You have no idea what's possible until you see it happen to yourself with your own eyes. When you can actually eliminate taxes from the equation and you see your strategies work over a period of time. Welcome to the power of passive income and how to retire rich with your host, Vijay Patel. Get your financial advice straight from the experts and learn how to take your first steps towards financial freedom. If you're ready to retire rich, then listen up. And, and, and that's the other thing, too, is that that's one of the advantages, I'll say, to retirement accounts in general is that you're not. You know, it's funny when I worked in the Wall Street world, one of, one of my mentors back then used to tell me, you know, the death of the mutual fund industry is going to be the 1099, right? Uh, because particularly if you have substantial assets and you start getting a tax bill every year, you know, on money that you didn't actually receive, uh, if you don't want to talk about it, that's okay. Here's, here's the point is that the advantage of retirement accounts is that you get tax protection on your income, profits and earnings as you're compounding like you're talking about. But we get to keep 100% of the money instead of any of it going to the to the to the you know various taxing agencies like the IRS or your state taxing authorities or those places. And so, what that means to you and I is that we can exponentially compound our money faster and larger by erasing taxes from the equation. And I'll say that that's probably the most one of the most common pieces of feedback I get from clients is that a few years into it, just like you're talking about. I'll get a call and they'll be amazed. They'll be like, have you seen the value on my accounts? And I'm like, you know, and I've had some people like actually be a little worried about it. I have one client specifically call me. I'll never forget. Uh, he, he lives down in Florida and he called me one day. And he says, dude, he says, have you seen my accounts? He's like, I'm really worried. And I'm like, what are you worried about? He's like, well, I'm afraid I'm going to, I'm going to get audited. And I said, why would you get audited? Well, he said, have you seen my account balances? This is a gentleman who started with less than $100,000 when he opened up his accounts and transferred in. And here we are three years later, he's got multiple accounts with us, just to be clear, but the value of all his accounts had exceeded seven figures within that three-year period of time. And he said, you know, I knew I would do well, but I didn't know I was gonna do that well. And I said, look, I said, we've talked through the investments, the things you've done are compliant and, um, you know, they, they, can, they, they meet the regulations and they conform to the rules. I said, what you're observing, which is not uncommon that I hear from people, is that you we're so used to living in a taxable world, you have no idea what's possible until you see it happen to yourself with your own eyes when you can actually eliminate taxes from the equation and you see your strategies work over a period of time. It, I mean, it, it really, it, it, it's, it, it's, it, to me, it's, it still amazes me to this day. It, it amazes, I mean, the power of compounding particularly in a tax-free or tax-protected environment is just, it can accomplish amazing things. Yeah, but, and again, going back to the same thing is like, you know, taxes in general is 30%. So if you keep adding that $30,000 on $100,000, and you know, if you again do a couple of cycles, that's another $100,000 in three years or three cycles. Yeah, it's, it, it, and it adds up quickly and that's why, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, just a basic question, just for audiences. When we talk about retirement accounts, we are talking about 401s, uh, you know, uh, IRAs. Is there anything else we are missing? So there's a there's a few different accounts out there. So and I'll and I'll take a step back by saying I, I group accounts into three categories. Okay, so the first one is IRAs, individual retirement accounts. We're all individuals, so generally, right, we qualify to have one of those accounts. 
Then there's small business retirement plans. And for a lot of clients uh, and a lot of people these days, uh, you know, they might have a side hustle. So they might have a W-2 job during the day, but they might be investing in some real estate on the side or doing something else. And so they, in many cases, qualify for a small business retirement plan. That's the second category. Those, those are your 401ks or solo 401ks, SEPs um, <clears throat> and simples, things like that. And then the third category is what we call tax advantage specialty accounts. And there's two key accounts that fall into that category. One is an education savings account, which is, I, I explained it, it's like a Roth IRA. Uh, if you don't know what a Roth is, we can talk about a Roth, but it's like a Roth IRA specifically for education. <clears throat> the health savings account is um, for out-of-pocket qualified healthcare expenses. Now, the way that I use those and the way when we're working with clients that will help build these strategies is that we look at the IRAs or the small business retirement plans, in other words, the retirement accounts to create the lifestyle, right? However, what a lot of people are unaware of, and I'll never forget one of the one of the earlier reports I read, this is going back into the 90s when uh, Ben Bernanke was, was still the Fed chair, uh, he had writ written a report um, and he talked about that the range uh, for a retired couple, now this is, keep in mind, this is in the 90s, so these numbers could be a little different now, probably not to our favor. Yeah. Uh, he said, uh, the average married couple living 20 to 30 years in retirement is going to need two hundred and forty dollars to $280,000 in out-of-pocket medical expenses over the period of retirement, even on Medicare. Well, here's the challenge. Most people, most Americans don't have 240,000 set aside for retirement alone, let alone just healthcare. Yeah. So the way that I build, help clients build strategies is that we'll use that self-directed HSA to get one cash flow asset in there because all the money comes out tax-free for qualified medical expenses. So you get one cash flow asset in there, just as an illustration point, let's say it was a, a rental property. If it spun off a thousand dollars a month, you could use that money to fund your healthcare the rest of your life. Now that takes the pressure off the retirement accounts. We're just going to use that to create income streams to support your lifestyle, right? Um, and, and so those looking at a from a comprehensive standpoint um, helps us, you know, uh, I, I think create better results on the back end. So just a uh, small question is like, let's say we are going after one property and like I have four different accounts like HSA, 529, 401 and IRA, right? And each just hypothetically has 200,000 in it. So can we all together go into one property and there is a way to combine it or there they has to be a solo investment into the same property or it's not even possible? Great question. Um, <clears throat> so the answer is yes and no. Um, so, so let me give you the no part first. So one of the accounts you mentioned was a 529. A 529 is a state uh, sponsored plan, right? And they put the st state sponsored plans like 529s, I liken to like company sponsored 401ks. There's a lot of restrictions. There's a lot of uh, additional rules. Well, I should, really it's just restrictions that they put in place on participants, meaning they allow you to buy five to 10 mutual fund, that's it. So the no part is company sponsored plans, um, 529s, anything as sitting at a bank or a brokerage house, the answer is no, you can't do that. 
um, generally speaking, right? Uh, however, self-directed accounts, so an IRA can be self-directed, a solo 401k can be self-directed, or a Roth 401k, Roth IRAs, health savings accounts, education savings accounts versus the 529. Could you take that those accounts and partner them together into the same investment? Yes, you can. That is possible to do. Um, so uh, that's one of the ways that clients, um, I'll say my high net worth, higher income uh, uh, folks will do it, is that we actually will create custom plan designs and we look at them as an individual, we look at their family situation, we look at their business situation, and we literally create a map of here's everything you qualify for, here's how you could fund it, here's what the numbers look like. And people, some people will implement that right away. Some people implement it over time. Some people never have the resources to implement it fully, but they can implement what's most important to them and they can go, they can prioritize, right? Sure. But what that enables people to do is get more money into accounts, have more money to work with in a tax sheltered area, and then be able to use all the money, even though it's sitting in different accounts. That's what I tell people, you can look at it as one bucket of money if you want to. So that's a huge advantage uh, when you're able to self-direct your accounts.